Hello and welcome to the Blue Pea Leader podcast. And I'm your host and the founder of Blue Pea Pod, Ruth Sanderson. If you want to become a leader of an organization where people feel alive and fully contribute, one that really understands who you are, lets you contribute your talents, live your purpose and make a difference. Listen in now as we share the latest practical ideas and techniques to experience authentic success through leadership. Hello and welcome to the Blue Pea Leader podcast and I'm your host Ruth Sanderson and in this episode I want to talk about that hybrid way of working because a return to the office and the more traditional way of working is now starting to happen. But of course there are risks and rewards of doing this and from several conversations I've had with clients I know there are many preferences for the future. I also understand that remote working has challenged our ability to stay connected in a meaningful way. A recent Gartner CFO survey showed that 74% of companies intend to shift some employees to remote working permanently. And while some companies have pushed their return to office date on to early 2022, we're likely to see a hybrid working model become the norm. And so what impact does this have for our leadership? Well, whilst leadership wasn't all about command and control, there was an aspect of more immediate feedback when we were in the office and so we could respond accordingly. Now we can't physically sense and see one another any kinks in the relationship and there is a tendency to overcome these by managing things and with that people more tightly. So micromanagement is on the rise and issues of trust are on the increase. And when you factor in the swift way things have been changing, our thinking has become more tactical than strategic. And so all in all, it's a potent recipe for demotivation. What's been asked of leaders is our ability to stay open-minded, present and alert to the context we're managing and leading at the moment. What's required today, this week, could very well and probably will be different next week. What one person needs right now could shift in 24 hours depending on what's happening. We long for certainty, stability, predictability. What we find comfortable is because it's known Even if something is better for us, the team, the business, if it makes us feel uncomfortable, we look to reduce it to lessen the anxiety. Autonomy and responsibility are something our employees have been seeking. And the last 18 months have given us a huge window to allow them to take this. What it's shown us is how much we perhaps spoon fed or picked up the pieces or how much we smothered and never realised. And now we really can empower our staff to make decisions. And in the transition, we need to watch that they don't feel abandoned. If there's a lack of clarity, feedback, and communication of expectations, then once again, we'll see motivation drop. So there's now an opportunity in this shift in how we work to focus on 
agreeing outcomes and results rather than a list of activities and things to do. Once we both know the desired result, then how we get there, the things we do and how long it takes are where our autonomy kicks in. And so I'm talking about that shift in mindset from things being nine to five or working super long hours. It's about agree a deliverable date for the result, not the number of hours you think it should take to get the result. So if the date for delivering the result and what the result is, is clearly understood by both sides, then the bit in the middle, this is where ingenuity and creativity can step in. Of course, in remote working, we're seeing a rise in isolation and fatigue. In the office, even if you were only there two days a week, you could notice if someone was isolating themselves or being isolated. You could spot signs of fatigue before it became burnout. Remote working, and one that's happened through crisis, fear and loss, means it's far harder to spot these things early on. Our challenge is to help people cope with the blurring of personal work life. What's absolutely fine? What's okay? What's desirable? What's not acceptable? Share, humanise and give clarity. There are some zoomies and, you know, if you don't have your video on or you do and your other half walks into the room singing their head off, it doesn't matter. There are other zoomies and I want to see you. Bad hair day, bags under your eyes, the lot. Again, it's about the context rather than a set of absolutes. It's also about creating that relationship that allows for vulnerability. It's easy and tempting to always be positive when you connect. And if in the conversations you or the other person are always positive, it's a sign. You know, we open up and we share how we really feel with those we trust. And so if it is that always positive, if it's us doing the always positive, whilst best intention, we may be signalling to everybody else that you always have to be positive. And life doesn't always deal as bulls of strawberries all the time. So, you know, it is about that being human. So this is also an opportunity for us to enhance our coaching skills, emotional intelligence and communication flexibility to build a relationship with our team that means they'll volunteer or share earlier how they're really coping and handling work and life at the moment. Then of course the next challenge is helping them increase their resilience. Some people are chomping at the bit to get back into the office. Others are dreading the day. Some businesses will return to a 100% office. Others have already sold the premises. The rest, of course, it'll be a blend. And managing the mix will pose further challenges. Vital here are honest conversations and transparency. Be mindful of the stories that you tell yourself. The stories that take hold within the team. I've said several times that a key component of being a great leader is your ability to be of service to those you lead. These are still extraordinary times, demanding much from leadership. So look at what your people need most from you over the coming months. 
Where have you got it sorted and where are their needs asking you to grow? And put in place action plans for the next steps. And if you need help and support in doing that, then get in touch. And in the meantime, go and be the difference in leadership. Leadership.